It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. Denise, Gary, Jean Hudson. How's everybody doing this evening? Hello there, Sean. Hopefully you're nice and warm at home. Liana, (laughs) nice to see you there. Everybody's starting to filter in. How is Chris, Barb, and Mike? Good. All right. Excellent. Hello, Kyle Smith. Welcome there. Do we say hi to Lady Wolf? Hi, Lady Wolf. So as everybody's filtering in, I got a couple announcements to make. Okay. So we did the show Men in Black, and I got contacted, and I've been having a lot of conversations lately, quite a bit. And I got a ex federal agent, ex uh, United States attorney, that wants to take on some of these Men in Black cases, or people that are messed with by the government that won't identify themselves. So if you have these cases, ladies and gentlemen, that you're being harassed, contact me and we'll validate it. And we have somebody that's getting a team together across the United States to battle this phenomenon. So wow. people's already reaching out. So this guy is uh, very well rounded and he's got a lot of guns. So it's very interesting. Wow. <laughs> cool. wow. So he reached out to me uh, on the shows uh, after one of my shows. It was pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, I bet. So we had a couple hour, I think it was our our two, I can't remember. It was a long conversation. We got many more. Wow. Hello, Jennifer. Welcome, everybody. So let me highlight Jennifer here so I know where I left off. Let's see here. Yeah, Jean said her announcement scared me. Yeah, that guy scared me a little bit too. Like, oh, we had a federal agent. Uh Uh-oh, who's all going to, where are we going? Mike. This isn't fake jail this time. It's real jail. (laughs) So everybody knows my background, right? And uh, they know I'm I'm a good judge of character. And I can, the last show, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I couldn't help it. I got inside the guy's head and I read him. Yeah. I'm sorry. You did, but that was. He was like, Daniel, how do you know all that stuff? I'm like, dude, I got inside your head. Like I know. Uh, when I saw that K2 meter, I threw holy water because it scared me. But anyways. (laughs) But. Also, with the training I had, uh, law enforcement, right? And uh, I'm really well with uh, reading people's statements and determining if there's any deceit in there. And uh, and that's really helped me a long ways with law enforcement, also in the civilian world. And many police investigators use a technique technique called statement analysis. And, And it's not hard to learn. Once you learn the basics, you can decipher uh, by use of nouns, pronouns, adjectives, first, second, and third person, and how they place that in their statement if somebody's telling the truth or not. Uh, and that's usually given by suspects or witness testimonies and so forth. And how they phrase things and how they articulate things, I said this in other shows, will tell you how they portray themselves or an incident. We try to detect deception right because on any of our shows we want credible people mm-hmm. however now there are some shows people that i met that people has got some stories that i was like shut the front door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it happens all right i'm, I'm down with that 
But words independently use the facts of the story and how they interpret that and how they portray that on paper is what I look at. And I had a lot of conversations today because people actually come to me with people's statements and ask me to read it and give me my two cents in what I think. And I, I do that a lot with people. And I don't know where the statements come from, and I don't care. I'll, I'll read it, and I will give my two cents, and I'll move on. And I don't uh, do that with anybody. However, if you come on to one of my shows, whether it be Chris, Barb, Mike, or anybody else's, and there's some questions I may have, I'm going to ask. It's not to embarrass you, but if you're going to make claims of something, and I don't feel comfortable, I'm going to ask. And I think that's fair for anybody that's affiliated with me to do the same. It's not to belittle you or discredit you in any manner. But we have very high standards and we try to screen people because there are a lot of hoaxers out. And we talked about this on the last show because they didn't believe in certain phenomenon because of the hoaxers. And, and it's sad because there's so many people out there that does it. And they do. And I understand that. But they also remain alert from omitted information. And this is a part where they don't know in questions why people omit things in a statement. And that's where I pick up on. And once you're trained to learn how to read in between the lines, they actually jump out at you. And it's quite alarming and disturbing because I can read something and Chris, Barbara, Mike can read something and they may not see it because they're not trained. However, that's fine. It's no big deal. I just have a lot of years experience behind of it and a lot of interviews. Ladies and gentlemen, I have, have over probably over 5,000 interviews underneath my belt plus. I really don't know how many. I know it's over 5,000. That's counting law enforcement and civilians in the civilian world. Uh, the first investigation determines what type of behavior. And uh, if you look at handwriting hand analysis, we also look at how they slope things and indent and all that other stuff. And that can tell you the type of person, psychopath, uh, all kinds of things. But now we're more towards uh, type, text, and so forth. And I look at a lot of that. So things have changed because of technology. Truthful statements are easy to pick out. They're easy to understand. So if you come up on any of our platforms, and if Chris, Barb, or Mike asks you a question, don't get offended. They want to know. Now, there may be times I may look at a photograph, and I'll tell you, I don't see it. I'm sorry. That's not to embarrass you or discredit your photographs. You know, certain people may see certain things. And I tell people, if you share evidence, make sure it's preponderance of the evidence that's going to show you that you are in the right. Don't have people to question your evidence, because that can create a doubt on your behalf. And also, we talked about how you share your evidence. So that goes a long ways. So I talked to uh, uh, quite a few people today on, on statements, but I just want to throw it out there. And uh, what's your all's take on it? Cricket. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was a fraud investigator, certainly not anything. I have no experience, you know, anywhere near the level that you do, Grizzly, but... Um, yeah, it's it's if somebody's, you know, if it's in, inconsistent or they add facts that are like, wait, what? That doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't have anything to do. What are you doing? Um, almost like padding their story. Um, 
Um, but in this field, yeah, you, and, and I, you know what, I think like it is people get very emotionally invested. I mean, I, I have been, you know, I'm guilty of some of the, of the same way and I got to just stop and say, no, you know what, they're just asking because they don't see it or they don't understand. And, or it's things like somebody would tell me something maybe today or to, you know, and I'm like, a year ago, I would have been like, I don't think so now. Yeah. I, I'm going to have much more um, tendency to believe them. So what do you guys think? Like, that's just my, when, when I started doing understanding Bigfoot, um, the, I think it was the second show I did, the, the, the producer, the, the, my buddy who was producing it, he's like, I got this guy. And, and anyway, we got on, did the show without me pre-screening him. And then it turned out to be not what it was expected to be. And, oh. and I felt really stupid. <laughs> and, and the, um, and I thought from here on out, pre-screen, talk, have a conversation with your guests first to kind of get an idea of authenticity. And then mm-hmm. there was there were a handful of people that I've talked to in those 37 programs that I didn't do a show with because I didn't feel they were, you know, whether they were, be, I wasn't comfortable with what they were saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say they were not telling the yeah. truth. I just yeah. wasn't comfortable with it. And I thought, and then like Barb, as the more I progressed into it and the more I learned and heard from credible people about some of these other um, I'm like, you know, let's go there this time. Let's go there. And, and it's a process, but Grizzly, you're correct. If you, if you, you know, it's just like ask the tough questions if you have to ask them. Well, I I tell you, and here's the deal. And I'm I'm not trying to embarrass anybody. However, nobody's going to take advantage of our family. And if I find out that you're ab living or not doing what you're saying that happened, Mark my words, I'll burn your bridge down. But the <laughs> enough people we have in our family, everybody in the cryptic community will know your name because we have the means to reach out and let all the admins know. Yeah. And it's not hard to do, ladies and gentlemen. No, and once you do something that puts, um, you know, that makes people question your credibility and your integrity, that's that's not a good road to go down. You know, I, I think about, I'm not going to mention names, but I think about some people that, um, you know, that re- seemed really super credible and they come out with one no- nonsense thing. And I don't know, is it because they want to continue to be relevant? Maybe. I don't really know. You know, what would, why would somebody do something like that? Yes, they yeah, do. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. They're, they're chasing clout in order uh-huh. to, to get attention still uh-huh. instead of seeking the truth that a lot of us are doing and yeah. under, understanding and like better understanding uh-huh. Bigfoot, right? Uh-huh. Hey. Yeah, well, if they if they got to make things up just to to feel credible, yep. Then that it's, we're not yeah. interested in that. No, um, no. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm gonna ask the hard questions sometimes, and sometimes I'm gonna scan over something I won't even ask. But I'm the same way as Grizzly when it comes to don't don't be offended if I ask a question. I'm just curious about it, and I like to know the backstories behind pictures. If somebody posts a picture and they have no backstory whatsoever, I'm usually gonna ask what's the backstory to it? What, yeah. what are the details? Because yeah. that's a lot of times where you'll find some of the information that's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes it or not even. I have sent people to federal prison for life, you know, by interviewing that has been masterminds in their criminal field. And it's not hard to do, ladies and gentlemen. All you got to do is ask the right questions. And I promise you, 
if somebody comes on this show and tries it, it will come out and I will do it in a professional manner, but I just want everybody to be on, on notice, you know, and I think we've done a good job this far and I'm proud of everybody that's affiliated with us and because they, everybody does their own thing. I don't pre-screen anybody's guests. They, they do their own thing. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't ask me anything. They just tell me what's going to happen. I show up and hit the buttons. <laughs> It's Am hard I right? to walk, right? Yeah, it's it's hard to tell what's real, and what's not real, when we're trying to prove something that's very well oh, unknown. No Facebook you know? <laughs> user, something didn't. Ha I don't know that uh, there the uh, audience is asking, did something happen? It wasn't anything, I guess, specific. Mm -hmm. No, but oh. when people come to me, because a lot of people ask for validation, and and I do a lot of statements for people, whether it's cryptic related or you know, and I still talk to some whatever. law enforcement. And and they and they and I tell them if you ask me anything, do not tell me where it comes from, and because uh, I don't want you know anything for my personal if I know them to to clout that right or, or my personal opinion have any matter. I just want what what you got send it to me. Don't tell me where it came from. Yeah, and I do that a lot, right? So and thank you, Walters. I appreciate it. And I just want to throw it out there because from time to time, and I, I tell you. I've been on shows, be like, shut the front door. Come, that really <laughs> happened. Come on. You know, and, and they're like, dude, it did. And, and I get messages like, hey, I, this happened to me like three years ago. I'm like, wow. So, yeah, I mean, we hear some far out stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to deny that. Now, I'm not yeah. going to make a monkey out of anybody. I shouldn't say monkey. But <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass anybody, but. I will find out if you're telling me the truth or not. So. <laughs> One hoax. And yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. yeah. So what we got going on tonight? Well, tonight we have Harley Owens back and poor Harley is like, oh no, what's going to happen? Am I going to get interrogated? <laughs> <laughs> he could be. He's up on the chopping block. Welcome there, Harley. Oh, we love Harley. He's hey, y'all. How y'all doing this evening? Wow. Doing good. Yeah. Doing um, all right. Hanging in there. We All had, right. when did we have, did you have, who, who brought Harley into our little family? Um, was it? Mike. Grizzly. Grizzly wanted that emergency meeting that, on a Sunday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So we had that show on. And that was the funny. audio he had, remember? Yeah. And we were trying to work around that, his schedule. And Harley reached out to a couple of us uh, yeah. in and happened to be a couple of us i think grizzly me and you know we just saw hey okay let's do this or so and got yep. it set up yeah we, yeah, we had got a show done. on a sunday for him remember yeah 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 yep. we and got it done we've harley and i just we've been um in a lot of in pretty close contact because i'm you know i'm new i'm only really you know a year maybe a year and a half now into this so <laughs> you know we were both running into the same things with our with our research so anyway he's got some and I'm like, gosh, you got to get on. We got to bring you back on because you have to share this before it gets, you know, too far along. And then we have yeah. five shows that we have to do <laughs> for you. Yeah, I know. it. Uh, yeah. It's been pretty, pretty interesting. You know, I've just been doing field research. Well, February 7th will make two months of doing it. And I'm just blown away. I mean, I just had a pretty close encounter with something that I didn't expect to two days ago. But I won't dig into that yet. But I want to go over everything else of course uh actually after i chatted with y'all uh, i believe it was december 17th uh i actually had a, another encounter uh, and i managed to get a still capture from the video that i had 
um, as I was going into this area where I'd been gifting, uh, I'd bring apples in there, Oreos or whatnot, and I hear it moving in front of me to my right. So I'm I'm just easing along in through there, and I I hear the snap, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get him. So I as I turned and I looked and I seen him peeking his head out through the brush, and I'm just like, oh gosh. So I'm just standing there looking at. He's probably 25, 30 yards away, and as I'm looking at him almost instantly to my left was a snap and I'm just like, they've got me right where they want me. They're going to run me out of here. Well, after that snap right instantly, right behind me, there was one behind me stomping and snapping. So I just booked it back to the, the main trail. I was like, okay, all right, I'm gone. I'll give you all a break. I mean, I've, I've been going in here two or three times a week and it's, it's always different, but two days ago I went to a different area, but, in, in this area before, um, I never noticed any of the X structures, but I, been, I finally found one. It was it looked like an X, but at the bottom of it, uh, Chris actually pointed it out to me that it was an A, and yeah. I, I didn't even pay attention to that. I was like, "Wow, that it is an A." Sure enough, and like mm-hmm. I, I found arches and just all all kinds of different stuff that I had been finding, you know. And it's mm-hmm. why they're here in this area. I still have not figured it out yet I, I think that i've got a pretty good idea of what it is it's a nursery that they're raising their young in but it's not just them that's in this area i, I utilize the back trail camera just like scott carpenter had done and i've got remarkable images of them you know they'll be peeking out and looking at me and it's it's i never really imagined that i'd be doing as much research as I am into these things after my encounter three years ago in 2020. I mean, well, four years now, well, this is September, yeah. like four years, but uh, it's a roller coaster of a ride. That's for sure. Wow. You've taken people out also, right? Harley yes. had, had some encounters then too. So it's not even like you're getting out there and saying, Hey, I'm getting, yes. you know, I mean, tell us about that. Yes, yeah, so January 7th of this year, uh, a group of investigators I'm a part of now, uh, North Carolina Investigates, it was North Carolina Investigates Sasquatch, but now it's just North Carolina Investigates, uh, had a good friend of mine, George Lunsford, he's an author, he uh, wrote a book, Monsters of the World Reference Guide, I think that's the name of it, uh, we went out to this area, and it is about 35, 40 degrees, it was a cold morning, it was real wet and raining and sleeting on us, and we go up past this area where there's a cemetery here too. So there's a trail that goes up the mountain and we come back through. And I was like, if me and George go down in here, surely to goodness, we'll see one. Cause there's laurel trees everywhere around in this area and they're green year round. So I was like, me and George go down this way. And our buddy Robert that we had with us and his wife, I said, go on down this main trail. I said, me and George go down through here and go on this bottom. So we cut off and go down to this bottom and I just had a feeling we were being watched, but I wasn't going to say nothing. And sure enough, out of my peripheral vision, I seen a, a black mass moving through them trees. And I, I, I stopped and I said, George, there's one right, right up here to the left, straight in front of us. And it goes behind this tree. And George had never seen a Bigfoot before. He is, he has been dying to have a firsthand encounter as, as long as he could remember telling me and I see it and it peeks its head out from around the tree I said there's one right up there behind that tree I said he's about 30 yards in front of us I said you see him 
He said, you sure that's not a shadow? I said, watch this. I said, you stand right here. So I walk maybe 10 yards, and I step on a branch. And this sucker just leaned out perfect. You can see his face and his shoulder and his arm. And he's like, oh, shit. He said, that's a Bigfoot. I was like, yeah. Wow. And he's like, well, let's go after it. I was like, no. okay. I was just in a moment. I was like, we're going. We're going to go. So we take up running up through there. And it didn't look so as thick as what it was. I mean, we were running through the brush, just pushing everything out of our way, and we, we lost it. But right at, right up there as we got to where it was, there was a bunch of moss on the ground right there. But in that moss, you could see where he had turned and went back up on that hill. You could make out the toes from where he stood, and he pressed off and went on. And we figured he was about eight and a half feet tall because there was a, bra- a branch break up there where his head, top of his head was. And uh, it was really a special moment to be there with him and to have his first encounter. Mm-hmm. He's already working on a book for it and everything. So oh, he's, he's just over the moon about it. Oh, that's great. Um, so, uh, we had a question from the audience. Um, yes. What area is this in? It's it's Tennessee. Is that right? East right? Tennessee, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it wasn't, you were not on a, yeah. Uh, you're uh, not National on a, Park. You were? Yeah, Great Smoky okay. Mountains National Park. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes, yes. Yep. Wow. This area, it's 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 always changing. Like every time I go in there, there'll be some kind of new break or just something new. Uh, I actually found a really weird break. Uh, the tree was sawed off, and about four or five foot down from where it was sawed off, it was broke. I've got a picture of it. I don't think I sent it to Grizzly, but I sent the x structure that looks like an a i sent some of the arches over um but this this new area i, I was trying to find an x to solidify that they could really actually be there but only things that i'd found was the twist breaks and just i think i found a nest because there there was an area i went into and there was pine branches that was laid flat and looks like something had been laying on them but this this new area um there I, I I think that I seen possibly two because um, I went into this area. There was a creek that runs down through there and I come up on these weird trees like you can see through them. And one of them, I, I pass it and I, I kind of look out of my side view and I was like, there's, it looks like there's something in there. So I just eased on and there was like a, it wasn't windy and there was just like this gust just whizzed by my ear i was like well that was weird so i I eased on and i turned around and i looked and there was something in there i don't think it was a bear because i mean it it was just it was very odd how that just bear just whizzed by me um it's i want to think that this area there's cemeteries all around it and i as my theories go along with what I think they are, the descendants of the Nephilim, the fallen angels. There's cemeteries. There's a lot that goes along with the paranormal side of Bigfoot. I actually started having paranormal activity start happening in my home since I started looking for them. Oh, wow. Um, So a couple weeks ago, uh, my girl's dad uh, came here and uh, his fiance was with him and my wife, 
they went out and it was me, just me and him here. And we were sitting there playing Call of Duty and all of a sudden this loud crash happens in the house. And we looked at each other. We thought one of the girls had fallen off the top of the bunk bed. So we go in there and look, nothing. She's just sound asleep. So I was like, that was weird. So we come looking all in through the house and we come into the kitchen and there's the crock pots laying on the floor and it was up on the counter. So that was what was really weird. Then a couple of nights later, I think this may have been a big, because we're right on the edge of the woods and he was fixing some supper and the, I don't remember what the women were doing. They were doing something else, but he was cooking and I was sitting in the recliner in the living room and something tapped on the window. Oh. And he was, he was like, what was it? I was like, that's probably a Bigfoot. I was like, they probably followed me home. As people say, you're marked by a Bigfoot, they'll follow you home. So anybody home? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's been a wild ride. That's for sure. It's wow. How far yeah. is the, um, from where you, uh, you know, had last research before prior to this happening, how far is that from where you live? 25 minutes. Oh, so how many miles? So that's nothing that for them. Like as, uh, yeah, like as the crow flies too, because they could just go, right? Like uh, It's about 10, 15 miles, not too yeah. far. So, yeah, they could, I feel like they could do that. And, and it's, wow. it's, I looked at, I looked on the map and the woods, I mean, from here to where that is, I mean, there's plenty of wooded areas mm -hmm. for them to go through and cross the roads and such. I mean, yeah. Wow. It's just, it's, it's pretty wild. Did, did you answer the window, Harley? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I came in here and I said, was that you? He said, no. He said, something tapped on the window. I was like, okay. But he actually, he actually went out behind the house and he was looking for deer signs because deer season was still open then. And he said he had something parallel in him, but he didn't know what it was. Oh, wow. he, there's a cow pasture that's on over the, the ridge over here uh he said is was it a cow i was like as the cows are way over there i said you were just down in this holler i was like that's not gonna be them cows wow somebody had asked um back if you uh is this near was it cinch mountain is that what uh no no not no. Cinch mountain. okay clinch mountain uh i see roger uh half worker from cates cove uh oh, that's an hour from cates cove okay I'm actually got, I've actually got a couple areas that I'm going to check out in Kate's Cove. Uh, oh. So, and they, they were told to me from Scott Carpenter's son. And I, I, out of respect for him, I won't give those locations out. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's been a wild ride for sure. Uh, I mean, I've got some pretty remarkable images. I actually, you know, the video that I had of the one that walks from right to left. Yes. I managed to get the image of him because I didn't notice it in the video, but he actually stops and he leans out and he looks at me. So I managed, I had Val clean it up for me, Val Zavala, and he cleaned uh -huh. it up for me. So it's awesome. Yeah, it's a little dark, but yeah. you can you can see his eyes, his nose. It looks like he's got a big beard that goes down. Yeah. Wow. And it was 20, 27 degrees that morning. It was December 7th, the first time that I had ever been in this area and started doing my field research. And lo, lo and behold, I got a video of one. On wow. It. 
um, what, what was, the, was there another question? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, they want to know what did you think was around you the other day? Everybody's mm -hmm. wants to get into that. Everybody yeah, wants to know well, that. Well, really, the elephant in the room. The, <laughs> it's the elephant in the room, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, um, and they also want to know, Harley, how can um, how can we see your images? You, have uh, Facebook. you can go to my Facebook group, uh, Bigfoot Reports and Data. And which has been growing like gangbusters. <laughs> I have gained 2,500 members. Oh my gosh. In a month. That's incredible. Yes, that's, this, that's this good. right here. This, I managed to go through frame by frame, and there's eight different images through this. And this Sasquatch, he's there, and I'm walking through this trail, and I'm turning and moving around and stuff, and he is standing up, and he's oh, he crouches down, and that's that's the top of his head right there, and you can yeah. kind of see his shoulders too. Yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. I actually sent you those, Bart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Those, yeah. In one of those images, if you zoom in close enough, you can see his eye. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. And I've got I've got verification that that's not a stump or anything. I've got a I've got a comparison photo to show that that that's not mm -hmm. a stump or anything mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah, you like these stick. And then yeah, like you said you well, you're able to get the com uh, comparison photos. Mhm. Mm and I've actually I've got them posted all on my group. I mean, I I go I, I go above and beyond. I I have the comparison photos, you know, to show that that's not there. Do you see the um do you see what um what Grizzly has up now? Can you tell us yes. about this one? Yeah. Okay. So that day was the I believe it was December 21st or 22nd. Uh, I had actually, I had never been this far up the trail and there's a stump there and I had, I started gifting apples there and that's what, that's what I was actually doing was gifting some apples. That's, that's the day that I found out that they didn't like granny Smith's. They only, they only eat the red ones. They don't eat the green ones <laughs> uh, because the green ones would still be sitting there. So, you know, and that's funny, um, Harley. The one my clan likes Granny Smith. Well, they, they don't that's, hear, they don't, yeah, hear. They that's, what, touch them. that's so what I um, found. Mm -hmm. I found out they the Oreo casters, they're they're not like the Oreos, they're like a cake, and they don't like the Oreo casters. They'll eat the regular Oreos, they won't eat the Oreo casters. Oh, wow. Huh. So, what's this right here? That, uh, that I have no idea. I never noticed, yeah, that, that could be. Something I never noticed that. that, Grizzly. There is something there. I, mean, I never that noticed that. Or like that. So, do you have another photograph? I mean, uh, I don't know. That they're all. That's all from that same area right there. So I don't. Yeah. I don't know. That's I never noticed that. There is that looks. There's a dark spot there. But, mm -hmm. And like kind of that. Um, Almost like a little bit pixelated, which it shouldn't be, you know, because nothing else is in the. That is odd. Yeah. Hmm. Never, <laughs> never noticed that. I mean, I, I go. Barb taught me. If you look through everything, <laughs> your friend from Australia. What's her name? Oh, uh, Carrie. Yes, yes, Carrie. Oh, yes. Yes. She taught me a lot too. Yes. Yep. He taught me how to how to look for them. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, but that that big the big one it was the only one that caught my attention because I went yes, there's one right there. He's uh -huh. peeking he out can, from around that. Oh, you tree can see right that there. pretty clear. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. He's yes. peeking out from around the tree. Uh -huh. And I went back through frame by frame, and 
that was the frame where he peeks out and he looks. And there he's, yeah. And yeah. that's that's way up on the ridge. I had to zoom in just to get that much detail out of it. <laughs> wow. I mean, the Great Smoky Mountains, it's full of them. Now this, this right here, this was January the 14th. So I'm hiking back down the mountain and I'm looking and it, he just kind of just leans out and he's looking at me. And you can look, you can see his, his eye ridge right there and you can see his eyes and his nose and partial of his mouth. Now, is he... um? He uh like down but like down a you know and I mean like you're up on an incline and he, is he uh, down below. I was, he's, he was up higher and I was going down. Oh, oh okay. Because I'm I'm looking there's like I'm was is he? He kind of he looks like he's kind of crouched. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Though we're looking at this right face. here. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the the would be his right side of his face. Uh -huh. Yeah, and then go up. You can see his bridge, his brow line really well. It's like because it's light. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's great. And that's and that's not that's not a dark bush or nothing. I've hiked mm -hmm. I've hiked up and down that trail many times in the past month. I mean, it's, I know this terrain now. Yeah. And actually, know. actually, I can. I feel you went on uh, an eye with a couple of times that I talked with an eyewitness that hikes this trail. Oh, wow. Um, so I, the first two times I'd been in here, I noticed him and I never talked to him. He walks his dog. So I decided to talk to him one day. Uh, he, uh, I told him what I was in there doing and I showed him some of the images that I had. He said, those are Bigfoot? I was like, yeah. I said, they're in here. He's like, well, now that you mentioned that, he's like, I've had two kind of encounters with something. So the first one, he was walking his dog, and normally his dog will chase after deer. So he notices something moving through these laurel trees. It's like a reddish brown. And he said it, it didn't make a sound when it moved. He said it just it was there and it was gone, and his dog didn't go after it. He thought it was a deer, but he just he didn't know for sure. But the second time, that's what really solidified it. Um, so him and his dog were walking up the trail going up the mountain. And he had a Carhartt jacket on his dog. And the dog goes on up ahead of him on the trail. And the dog comes back without its jacket on. So he goes on up the trail and he finds the dog's jacket about seven and a half to eight feet up in the tree. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. this picture? Uh, I was heading that was when I was heading in um, I noticed that mass right there and then I actually have the next frame like I, I guess he just literally went flat on the ground because it was kind of pixelated from where I moved I mean he could have still been there but it, it looked like he just vanished and that that was really weird to me I mean that could have that break the structure right there that uh, next picture um, that was weird to me. I, I just took a picture. Of, I mean, it could have been anything, but I just thought it was weird. It was how it was slit. And then that tree that's laid into was from a totally different area. That end of that was broke off and it was just laid down in there. It looked like twist breaks too. Mm -hmm. It was just 
broke and just placed in the center of it. It was it was that odd. Looks I mean, like it's that, been cut up top. See it? Mm-hmm. See it yeah. right there? Yeah. 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 Um, go. To, can I? May I? Yeah. Can you go down? I want to see like toward the bottom of that. Like, is it? Is that? Um, is that something that they have? Um, oh, oh, is that something just shoved up in there? Is that what that is? It, it's it's just laid in there. That's yeah. it's laying like this is just propped in there, and it's from a totally different area because it yeah. just broke off. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. I've I've been I tried to rule out anything wow. natural, but it's just it was just split, and then that's just placed mm -hmm. in there from a totally different area. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it's weird how it's split like a, ba so a this, banana peel. This uh huh. Right yeah. Here, it is. I'm. I was out in the backyard and I mm. was fixing chicken for supper and I, I videoed and I, I caught a little movement, but I didn't think that I captured it. But you can see that dark mass right there. Uh, mm -hmm. you, can, you can see his eye and his left eye, his nostrils, yep. right? Oh, my mm -hmm. gosh. That's so clear. Whoa. Like it was 25, 30 yards from my back door. Oh, wow. What are you what are you taking the picture with? Uh, using my phone, I'm I, I'm videoing and then I go through and I, I get still captures from the videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what kind of phone do you have? Uh, iPhone 14. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, okay, that's what I have. You got a thermal yet? No, I've I've, I've got to get one. I need to. <laughs> so this right here was what I found two days ago. Whoa. Um, if you scroll through the pictures and I take a higher up angle of it, it looks like an asterisk. And these are these are fresh breaks because they're they're still alive. That looks like a trap. What do you guys think? You know, like a food trap. I don't know. I was yeah, just I reading about those today, and uh, yeah, there's there's different. I, I took a higher up picture of it, and that's why I noticed it looked mm -hmm. like an asterisk. They get some game and you know some deer in there, and they're trapped. A scrape. Yeah, that's probably from that's probably from the elk. I noticed there's elk sign in here too. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a marker of some sort. It, uh, yeah, it very mm -hmm. well could be. Uh, yeah. There's right not too far from that where is where the creek is. Uh oh. Hi, mama. <laughs> <laughs> what did it oh justin oh we were reading you're in justin's no <laughs> let's see here oh, that's cool that's cool wow that's that's so, some good stuff harley yeah um so two days ago is when i go into that area where i, I find that structure and a couple more twist breaks and such and I'm going up the mountain trail and I look over to my right and this is before I started to come home. I look over and I see two big twist breaks and I, I take a, when I was videoing, I took a picture while I was videoing and I come back from that area. It was probably about 20, 30 yards off the trail. I come back onto the main trail and I'm standing there looking at my phone. It's five 33 and I was debating on if I need to come back down the mountain or not. And I had 30, uh, thirty percent battery. I'm sitting there looking at it. And I'm like, well, I probably need to start coming back down the mountain. And then a part of me was like, go on up a little bit. And as soon as I'm sitting there looking at my phone, it says ten percent battery, and then it just gone. Oh. And I was like, oh no, 
I was like, something's about to happen. Well, just so coincidentally before that, uh, I didn't have any service up there. So I sent my wife my location. It's just finding a satellite. And so I'm standing there and I'm like, okay, I got to go. It's starting to get dusk. I was like, I got to get down this mountain. So I turn and I walk maybe five, 10 feet. And I heard something behind me moving from where I was just at. So I stopped instantly and I turned and to my left, there it is. It was laying flat on the ground and all I seen was the ears and the snout. And I'm just like, this ain't what it is. I was like, this, that can't be. Well, as soon as I thought that, this thing pushed up with its front arms and it's standing there and it takes three steps and it's right behind this tree. And as I'm sitting here looking at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this thing is growling at me. It's snarling. It's, its hands were almost like a raccoon's hands. It, it, and it had bright yellow eyes. The in between its ears was flat and its nose was just snudged into the end of its snout. And it's, when it was breathing, I, the steam, because we're so cold up there, it was starting to snow. It was coming out of the end of its nose. And I'm just like, I'm going to die. I was like, I hope my location sent. So I'm, the only thing I had at this point was my knife because I left my pistol in the pickup truck. And I done that out of respect for the Bigfoot. I don't take my pistol in there. And I'm just standing here looking at this thing. And the upper half of its torso was just so muscular and built. like, And then its legs were just so thin. And its tail was almost like a fox's tail. It was thick and puffy looking. And it was sitting there and it was smacking its tail around. And I was just like, I'm, I'm going to die. Wow. So I, I pulled my knife out and I'm just, I had a 12 inch knife. I was like, if I'm going to have any kind of chance trying to get away from this thing, I'm, I got to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here looking at it and it's growling and snarling at me. And I just like, I got to go. So I start backpedaling a little bit and I take off and this mm-hmm. thing is chasing me. Oh my God. I don't, I didn't turn around to look and see if it was on off warriors or not. But I took off, and this thing was behind me. And I'm shaking right now just talking about it. Oh, um, and this, I get I get down this creek, the first creek, and I cross it. I'm going up the trail, and I'm slipping and sliding because it's, it's a wet. And I come back down to this first bridge that I come across. It's a little wooden bridge. And this thing stopped. I crossed that bridge, and it, and it stopped. And I just kept on going. I was I was not turning around to see if it was still after me or not. I was gone, man. And I just got to the end of the trail and I stopped and I turned around and I just counted my blessings because I did not know what was going to happen. So I I got on the map and I've kind of looked around where I was at because of the video that I had and it just when I stopped video because the the phone died and I looked and on up the trail from there was a cemetery. I don't know if this thing was guarding that cemetery or what, but I just thought it was awfully weird that that thing just showed up at that point in time. I mean, this, it was dark Brown. It could have possibly been a reddish Brown. Its eyes was as yellow as the sun. It had pointed ears round, like pointed ears, but it was rounded at the end. The, the place in between its head was flat 
and its, its nose was literally just scrunched up into the end of its snout. That just the teeth on this, it it could have easily just sliced me to smithereen. It, it, the claws on the end of its hands was like raccoon hands. It it's something I don't want to run into again. How, how tall would you say it was, Harley? Well, I'm six six. I'd say it was easily seven to seven and a half feet tall. I mean, it was, okay. it was close to, I mean, it was a little bit bigger than me. And this thing, it was just growling. It was reaching its hand. It, it is just something I did not want to run into ever again. You just got to pick up a stick and throw it in its direction. No, no I that distracted Easy for us. Get, it, get his <laughs> yeah. tail wagging a little bit. <laughs> what this day of the week did this happen, Harley? This was two days ago. So what day was Monday, that? Monday, uh, one twenty-nine. Okay, and what was the color of the hair? It was brown to reddish brown. How thick was mm -hmm. it? It's like thick. How? How long? The hair uh, just, just kind of coarse and like around the underside of its arms. It was not really hairy just the hair was around the top sides of it and it had hair all down the body the tail was wooly and puffy like a fox's tail would you how would you describe it though was it you know compared to a bigfoot hair it's it it was kind of just mangy looking just just like part perky like it looked like hairspray had been done on it, and it just spiky looking hair. Short, like a long, like a cat hair. Short. short. It was. It was short yeah. hair. How big were the teeth? I, I was 10, 15 yards away. I mean, I could see its teeth from there. I, I, I don't have a really good guess on how big they were. To be honest with you, I was just worried about my my safety. I mean, I stayed as yeah. long as I could, and I had a good look at it. Yeah. Wow. How did it stand? It was, it was when it was standing, it was behind that tree and it was kind of had one hand behind the tree and it was hunched over like it was looking out at me. Did it stand uh, like a human or how did it, how did the legs it, look? It, it, I, I couldn't really tell from the bottom half of its feet because I mean, one, one of us was behind this tree, but it, it was human like it was not, it was not wolf like it was a up like a dog painter. yeah it wasn't okay so, so, so it was the human, human feet hold on chris I was, the, was the knees forward or backwards they were forward okay were the legs forwards or backwards the legs were forward okay did it look like man legs or animal legs i did i did not i it looked like animal legs but i, I was just trying to make out what I could of it, you know, so I could have a, just somewhat of a good description of what this thing looked like. Right. What was going through your mind when this happened? I thought I was going to die. My life was flashing before my eyes. My kids growing up without me, my wife going on without me. It just, everything just flashed real quick. Wow. So let me ask a question, Harley. What was the difference? Like when you, when you saw the Bigfoot face to face compared to seeing this face to face, why, what made this so much more terrifying, if you will? When you look into the Bigfoot's eyes, there's a soul there. When you look into one of these things' eyes, it's nothing. It's empty. It's blank. It's it's evil. This thing did not want me there, and if it wanted to, it could easily kill me. 
And my next question is, um, you say he chased you, but he didn't catch you, but he probably could have if he wanted to. Oh, I guarantee you, yes. Well, I guarantee you 100%. He's also, I'm just going to give this guy the benefit of the doubt time to get on out of here. I, I guess that may have been just a warning. I don't I, I, no, no. I'm counting my blessings, that's for sure. I'm sure. I'm shaking right now just talking about it. It's, it's yeah. Um, Jennifer Appleton said, "Was it? Did it look like a like a hyena? Was no, it hyena like? It's, no, it's the it was very wolf like because it had like a mane that ran down oh. its back. The face, like the in between its ears, was flat, mm -hmm. and its face it came it came down to the snout, and the nose was just smudged up into the snout. It was unlike anything that I had ever previously encountered. It." It's this is having an impact on me. I'm I'm shaking right now, just just wow. thinking about it and describing everything. It now, it was close. Was was that also in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park? Yes. Tourist mm -hmm. beware. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. So you said it was laying on the ground when you saw Wherever it. Right? I first seen it. Yes. Was it was Wherever it like kind of like like what? How was? When it was laying there flat, it was the slope dropped off down to the creek bottom, and it was kind of like a little flat, and then it dropped off. He was laying on this flat, mm -hmm. and the only thing I could see was his face mm -hmm. and the ears and the oh snout. My. And it wow. pushed itself up with its the forearms, and it stood up, and it took three steps, and it was right in front of me. Oh, it, wow. It's truly terrifying, you know, because it's just thinking – that I, if it wanted to, it could have killed me. And I, my kids would grow up without me. My wife would move on without me. It, it's just something I don't want to think about, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that you're okay. Oh, my gosh. Are you going to go back there again? I'm going to give it a break. I'm not worried about it now. I'm not. This is this is. Jennifer wants to know, was it running or hopping when it was chasing you? I, I did not turn around. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't turn around. This, it, it sounded like it was running. I mean, it was, it was, I was running and I could hear it behind me. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. What did it sound like when it was running? It's bipedal. It sounded like, but I, I, I didn't know for sure. Cause I had my muck boots on and my muck boots were slopping back and forth against the side of my leg. So I didn't, I could, couldn't really tell. That's the fastest I've ever moved in my I mean, the mo the most important dogman encounter, we're drilling the guy to death. So sorry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. Wow. Gosh. It's something I don't want to encounter again. I'd rather encounter an, an aggressive Bigfoot than one of these things. Wow. Again, 100%. It's, um, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to put the brakes on for a minute and evaluate if I want to finish doing this and as much as I don't I have a passion to doing this I'm really thinking about putting on the brakes and stopping let's bring a dog whistle with you next time <laughs> You'll be all right um yeah Jennifer says because you know Jennifer's from she said she's from about three hours from where you're you're located <laughs> yeah um and she said look up brown hyena and look at the coat and the snout and see if that's um Anyway, wow. Yeah, I'll definitely have to definitely have to look it up. This is definitely making me evaluate if I want to finish doing this because I mean I could I could still have everything 
I could still have more photographs, more videographic evidence, but is it really all worth it in the end? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Only you can answer that question. Yeah. Um, what, what, somebody, there was a question. Um, Harley, can you go into the wood? How can you go into the woods with several encounters in such a short period of time? You know, I asked myself <laughs> that same question. Uh, I definitely think that they're drawn to me. Um, I, that I think they can sense your intentions, you know, and I have an open mind. I talk to them, you know, I let them know my intentions. I mean, that I mean them no harm, you know. The Bigfoot, anyway, I guess those, I don't know, the dog man don't, I don't, I don't think they have the same capabilities as what a Bigfoot does, you know, apparently Bigfoot can mind speak. Um, this, I, I asked myself that same question, how I have those many encounters that I have. It's, I don't know if it's a blessing or a curse, but it's something for sure. And that they allow, you know, that they, um, I believe like almost, you know, they allow you to take these great pictures of them. Yeah, and, definitely. And, because that's not, that's very rare. That one, the one picture that I have of one, where he's, you can see his face peeking out from around the tree. That's a, that's a great image. I mean, you can see his eyes, his nose, and his mouth, and you can see his cone-shaped head. And that the it, that image doesn't have nothing. I mean, it it's the first image that I had of a Bigfoot. You know, I thought it was great. You know, he's leaning out from around the brush and he's it's looking at though. me. And now that I've got many other images and it's just like they're all great to me not many people have um can get a photograph at their first encounter you know anyway that's the only thing i knew of to do at that time mm -hmm. I mean, yeah I knew if i didn't have that nobody would have believed me and mm -hmm. still at that time nobody believed me i still don't i don't have friends now i mean still from three years ago and it's hard trying to find people around me here in this town that have the same interests as I do. I mean, I'm a lone wolf. I mean, I have my wife and kids, but my wife don't really enjoy the Bigfoot stuff. She fears for my safety. So That's right, exactly. I still haven't told her about this. I've wanted to, but she could tell something was up. I was up all night, Monday night, and then I didn't sleep good at all last night. I mean, I'm, I'm drained. I'm 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 working on trying to get composite sketch of this thing done. Um, I've been in contact with Kenny right. from North American Dogman Project, and I actually talked with him, and he's been a big help for me through this. Oh, great, great. Yeah, um, thank you for thank you, Harley, for your bravery and your dedication. It's true because this is how we find things out. Yeah, Gosh, yeah, and I, I I can't I can't thank y'all enough. I thank the world Evans, and I, it's a pleasure to be back on here with y'all. It really is. You know, y'all, y'all were the first big live podcast that I've done. And <laughs> I, I think, I think of all of you as my friends, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we can do yes, the same way. Yes. And I mean, gosh, thank you. It wow. It's great hearing your stories for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Just, it yeah. So glad. Wow. So glad that you're doing, that you were okay. You made it. Oof. Wow. Well, thank you, yep. kind sir. And from coast to coast around the world, we'll call it a wrap. Y'all have a good night, everybody. Thank, thank you, everybody. Good night, Harley. Bye. Thank you so much. Good night, guys. Good evening.
it's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. It's a grizzly. Oh, ship, should we run? <laughs> no. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, shit. should we run? <laughs> okay. It's a grizzly. Are you sure it's not a monk? <laughs> It's a grizzly. I'm out of here. Huh. Maybe it is a chipmunk. It's a grizzly. Are we gonna die? I don't know. We're just gonna sit here and listen and watch. Let's get out of here, maybe. Fall! <laughs> <laughs>